Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. She talked about how she wanted to give birth to dogs. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast. We're recording today in Studio A. Thank you, as always, to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Hello, I'm Tove. Welcome to the show. I said this the last time we did this. If this is your first time to listen, you've picked a good time to do so. Because today we're doing another installment of Bad Date Stories. And once again, I'm joined by a couple of terrific guests. Each of them is a co-host of two of my favorite podcasts. First, I'll introduce my co-host for tonight. She's actually a Bad Date Story alum and the first one to return after telling her own story. She's one of three co-hosts of the Sipping Sisters podcast. It's Janelle. Welcome back to the show. Hey, excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. It's been been a little while since we've spoken, actually. Yes, I'm back, despite the shame. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, we we appreciate your courage. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to introduce today's storyteller. He is a co-host on a clever and entertaining show called Hypotheticast, one of my all-time favorites. Please welcome David. Oh, hi. David, how are you? You know, I'm doing pretty well. It's a nice evening. I've got a fan going, which is Audio 101, and uh, I'm feeling good. It's a, good. it's a nice Monday. Good. Well, we are thrilled to have you. Now, the last time we did this was with Dave from Super Movie Bros, and oh. his story was terrifying and disturbing. I think that's the only two words you could use to describe it. Cool. <laughs> David, you have... <laughs> You have two stories, but from what I know about you, I don't expect either of your stories to be that way. Well, I don't think they'll be terrifying, and I, socially disturbing could apply to one of them, but in, in general, they're more they're entertaining, but not necessarily in a Saw 6 sort of way. Ah, okay. <laughs> which, is, well, which is good, geez, I should please. say, which is good. <laughs> well... You know, we're in the trust tree, so whatever you have to say, whatever story you have to tell, you can tell it here. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're all in the trust tree together. That's right. I'll leave it up to you which story you want to tell first, and then when we're done, just to give everybody a taste of what your show is like, we're going to get into some, some things that you do on your show. Fun. Great. All right. Well, with that, David, let's go ahead and get started with your stories. Yeah. Well... My first story, I'm going to start with, uh, with the bad news. Like, uh, like I always do when, when I, when a uh, medical professional asks me, do you want the bad news or the good news? I'm like, well, always bad. Start with bad and then you can redeem it later. It'll be great. You'll go out feeling strong. So <laughs> my first story is about an online date that I went on through the illustrious, beautiful OkCupid service. Um, I don't know how familiar you, either of you are with online dating, but it's, it's quite the fun world. You meet a lot of nice people and a lot of people that aren't as nice. I will uh, share at this point. Well, I believe that OkCupid is the, is a free one, which I feel like is important. It is a free one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. At one point I was dating a guy and found out that he was like still on OkCupid. Oh, like I no. like, oh, I was like, oh, this is happening. And I knew that it wasn't too serious because I was like, oh, you rascal. <laughs> <laughs> That's just too bad. And I didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, there you are. So now I know. <laughs> Great. Yep. I know. So, David, <laughs> o- online dating has evolved quite a bit since it was first introduced. Yeah. What's kind of the current version? What's out there today? Well, when I was on OkCupid, uh, the, the experience between 
between the binary genders, which they've moved away from a little bit now, is was uh, men send out a lot of messages and women get a lot of messages. That was sort of the, the, the plight was from the perspective of a man, you send out 10 messages a day and you might receive one response, maybe, because the women on the site are so flooded with messages all the time and most of the messages are, hey, or hi, or what's up, <laughs> or you're cute, and nothing. They're, they're nothing. They're insubstantial. And so you really get lost in the, in the sea. Now they've done a smart thing, which is uh, you can't message somebody unless you've both liked each other. So essentially, it's like you're becoming friends on Facebook, but way more casually. You can't actually exchange messages with someone unless they've said, yeah, they seem pretty cool. I want to hear what they have to say, which is very smart. So sure. it's, it's getting better all the time. And the, we spend a lot more time on the internet anyway. So meeting someone online is less and less strange. And I think it, you know, it's getting to the point where it's not as stigmatized as it was 10 or 15 years ago. Well, I'd, I'd say it's more common than not, isn't it? I, I would, it doesn't even shock me anymore when people are like, yeah, here's my Tinder profile. I'm just like, yeah, of course you have one. You're a human being. That's not married. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we live in an online world. We really do. At, so are you in the thick of online dating at, at this at this time? No, I am in the thin of being in a wonderful committed relationship. Okay. I don't the, the thin sounds really weird and bad. It's <laughs> it's a great relationship. It sounds appropriate to me. <laughs> but if the thick is the dating then I am in the lean, let's say. Okay. Uh yeah. I think you would say the thick of something meaning it's difficult and not necessarily enjoyable, right? Ah, uh, yeah. yes. Okay. I got gotcha. you. So we'll go with the thin which I've never ever heard that phrase <laughs> used, but we'll just Here assume. we go. <laughs> We're using it. Like a like a thin mint as opposed to a thicket. Thin mm. mints are delicious, and thickets yeah. are. Oh, there painful. you go. Yes, I am currently eating a thin mint. <laughs> well, we we have a long-standing tradition on the show of breaking new ground. So there you go, David. You've just established a new phrase that maybe a humans never used before. <laughs> the thin. So I, uh, yeah, I am. I am no longer on online dating, and honestly, that's nice. I'm happy about that. Uh, it's it's a wild world out there, but. I was at the time and I was off and on. I was in a relationship and then I was back on online dating. Um, so this person I had been chatting with for a couple days, day or two. And in online dating, you have a chance to represent yourself, of course, visually. Like that's the first thing you see a picture and you're like, Oh yeah, cool. They look, they look like an attractive person. I, I want to get to know them. And then you've got, you know, a paragraph about yourself and then you get to message each other and you get to be funny or you get to be interesting or you get to be boring. Everybody's different. And this person was very funny, but they had a very odd sense of humor. And as with anything in texting, sometimes when you don't know someone and they say a lot of weird stuff that I think is funny Usually that just means they have a weird sense of humor and they're fun. But every now and then it just means they're actually a freak <laughs> and they, and they believe strange things and speak in strange ways. And it's hard to tell. Can you give us some examples of how that manifests itself in this situation? I, she talked about how she wanted to give birth to dogs. Like a, and, it, and it seemed like a joke. It was like, yeah, that's funny. Ha ha ha. And I would text like, ha 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 back. And then she would like send me a laugh face. And I was like, okay, I guess it was a, it was a joke. But 
like as a as an example of something that seems off the deep end but could be taken as a funny joke i'm like okay cool she's got a weird sense of humor that's great all my friends mm-hmm. have weird senses of humor i'm gonna love this uh <laughs> and well you know that's we'll we'll find out whether that was true or not i'm gonna love this is not true i'm just gonna spoil it right now i am not gonna <laughs> love this uh, but she was a musician she was funny uh and she did have a cool dog and that's why we were talking about how she wanted to give birth Earthen. to dogs wow yeah so you know i don't know maybe that would be nice who's to say so we went we we started the night at this uh this karaoke bar called the otter not a dog an otter (laughs) and she she was very sad to learn that i had never actually done karaoke at all and i was like okay Mm -hmm. well you're what better time than a first date she was sad about that yeah she was sad about that i said no i've never done it she was like what you have to come to the otter we have to go i was like okay great let's Mm. go let's do it so it's like 10 p.m i bike it's uh, about a mile from my house i'm like perfect i'll just bike there she drives Uh, and so I biked and she drove, we got there, we said hellos and stuff. And then she said, I, she had been there apparently for like 15 minutes already. And she had already put in a request for a song Ooh, for her or for you, for her, fortunately. And I was like, Oh great. Okay, cool. I'll get to watch you sing. I'll get to relax and have a nice drink. And I was still kind of thinking maybe I won't have to sing karaoke. Like maybe, maybe (laughs) I came here and, I'm just going to get to witness it. On a scale of one to 10, how, I mean, people are willing to do things they would normally do sure. within, within reason on a first date, but on a scale of one to 10, how much did you want to do karaoke? I would say maybe a two. <laughs> like <laughs> okay. it, I wouldn't have died it, in the, the feeling wasn't, this is the end of me, <laughs> maybe a three, because it was one of those things where I said, well, if I got up there, I could just lean into it somehow mm-hmm. and it would be fun. You know, I'll have a nice sure. time. I know it won't be awful, but I really don't like singing and I don't like singing in front of people. So it was, it was not going to go super well if I got up there and sang a song. Well, and when, when you're not podcasting, you're, you're a performer, aren't you? I am, but a musical performer. I, I'm a drummer and a guitarist and a piano player, but I, I but I don't sing. So mm, okay. uh, yeah, I it's it's not my thing. My voice is not it's not that kind of voice. <laughs> so I'm scared. I'm a two or a three out of ten, and uh, she she makes a weird face when when uh, the next person comes up to uh, to sing. And I'm like, okay, why? Because they announced that they were going to do Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. And I was like, oh, this song's awesome. You know, great. Uh, I love Bill Withers. Uh, so this person that's going before her sings Ain't No Sunshine. And then they go sit down. And then the karaoke person pulls up the next name and says, oh, what a surprise. The next person is uh, this person's name. I won't say it just in case. You never know. Who cares? The, this person singing ain't no sunshine by bill withers no (laughs) yeah now it's the rare bill withers off which doesn't occur very often so it immediately became a competition i think in her mind she's like okay i have to do it better i'm gonna out bill withers that person (laughs) yeah and the person before did a pretty good job so i was a little worried uh she decided that one of the ways of course to make it better was to bring me up with her and (laughs) while that was not something i was super excited about 
I went along with it because, you know, it's a first date. Might as well try it. Uh, there was one microphone, so that didn't work super well. But we kind of shared it, and mostly she did it. And when I say she really, like, leaned into it and tried to make it good, she really tried to make it good. The problem was that she was not a very good singer. Oh. She, she was a great, like, yeller. <laughs> <laughs> she did a really good job like belting things, but not uh-huh. like not in a way that sounded good. She just kind of sang loud. She had gumption, but not skill. Yeah, because she had all the spunk. She was like getting it up there, but it sounded not good. And I unfortunately looked out at the audience quite a few times. It's like, yeah, they are not into it. This is not going well. So it's, it sounds <sighs> like the scene that it sounds like you're describing is like an early round audition on American Idol where, yeah. where this person goes out there and has a ton of friends and family that have for years told them how good of a singer they are. Yep. Except this time there's a person standing next to that person feeling very uncomfortable <laughs> and not knowing what to do. That's so funny. Well, and the other thing I want to ask about your story up to this point is it sounds like you guys didn't get a chance to really have much of an introduction or interaction before this happened. Correct. Wow. Which was pretty weird. Not, not common. You know, usually I like to talk to somebody before I go on stage with them, but you can't, <laughs> right. you can't pick them all. Understandably. That's funny, though. I, I First of all, that's very funny and very awkward. But I actually, when I go to karaoke, I get more annoyed by the people who are just really good singers and who you can mm. tell are, you know that they're really good singers because it, make, like, it makes karaoke, in my opinion, m- much less fun for those of us who cannot carry a tune and we're just there for the spirit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of depends, though. If it's a fun song and you can sing, because that's a great song. You know, it's just a good song. I think. Oh, yeah. It is. But, I, love, I love that song. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very, I'm more comfortable with people who mildly suck at karaoke than I am with people who are clearly amazing. Yes. It doesn't bragging. feel as much like it. Exactly. It's bragging. Except it sounds like David's date was, just didn't mildly suck. It sounded like she really, really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> she aggressively sucked. Well, and the whole roping you into it, that's a whole other level. Like we need consent for all karaoke. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. I think it was, uh, she, in general, she was a very spontaneous person. And I think that was just kind of a part of it. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Again, it's a great way to be, but it makes, you know, it makes for some interesting situations for people like me, who is not that at all. So we did that. And then we actually got to talk to each other. So after this like kind of whirlwind experience where I go to this bar I've never been, I sing karaoke, which I've never done with a person that was singing way louder and way more enthusiastically than me. <laughs> Uh, not, I have done it since that is not a good sample of what a karaoke experience is. I have had lots of great times doing it as well, but this is, that was my first. And then we actually got to sit down and just talk to each other and finish our drinks. And then I sort of began to hope again that she was just a regular person because she talked to me about her life and about like what she did. But uh, one of the things that I remember with this conversation is that she talked a lot about her friends. Uh, she, and not just, oh, I have this one friend that does this. That's related to what we're talking about. She just would start talking about her friend Josh and how cool her friend Josh was and like these funny things that Josh does or like her friend Stephanie and how cool Stephanie was and the funny things that Stephanie does. And I don't, I don't know about you folks, but that seems a little weird to me on a first date. Like as I get to know you to talk about how much you like your friends, like I love it. 
I think everybody should be enthusiastic and talk about their friends a lot, but it threw me off a little bit. And I was like, okay, sure. It's another little red flag popping up, but not a deal breaker. Like, sure. She's a bad singer. It wasn't all about her birth dreams of dogs (laughs) and, you know, just obsessing about the size of her litter or, you know, just what those udders would be like. And that would be probably more disturbing. (laughs) Maybe more disturbing. Maybe more interesting. Maybe you know. <laughs> maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> more psychedelic, perhaps. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So we finished that, and then we went out to her car because we were going to go to this pizza place that I had also never been to that she said was really good. So she was definitely in the driver's seat, literally and figuratively, on this date. She's like, "We're going to go here and do karaoke. We're going to go to this pizza place that you have never had that's really good." And I was like, "Great, this is awesome. This person has interests." Uh, so, but but before we went to Mesa, which is the name of this uh, like late night vegan pizza place near the college in Minnesota. Uh, she, she said she wanted to smoke and listen to a song in the car before we took off. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm going to give both of you one guess as to what the song was. Oh, She's man. just obsessed with it. It was, of course, ain't no sunshine by Bill Withers. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? I'm not joking. So after, after seeing someone perform it, then she performed it herself. Then she wanted to listen to it again in the car while she smoked before he went and ate. Yep. That is precisely it. And and I think it was, I think she was trying maybe to like redeem it. Like, okay, I can nail it this time because she sang along again. Like, <laughs> wow. And, okay. And I while she was, you know, while she was singing along and while she was kind of jamming, she kept turning and asking me things about it. Like, oh, this is so good, right? Or like, oh, isn't this part awesome? Like, yes or no questions that I can't say no to. I can't be like, no, actually, this song is garbage. I love the song, but of course I, I don't remember what I said, but I'm sure it was a lot of stuff like, yes, Bill Withers is very talented or (laughs) things like that. Uh, sort of trying to avoid commenting on her performance while still saying, yes, you do have good taste in music. (laughs) I'm sure Josh thinks it's great. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, my friend wouldn't like this song at all. (laughs) So, we did that. We listened to, you know, round three of Bill Withers and then we drove <laughs> to Mesa. And this is the part that really kind of made me, made me go, okay, this is it. I can't, I can't do this date anymore. Mm. Um, we, we got there, we sat by the window and we got a couple of slices of pizza. They sell it by the slice, which is great. Got a couple slices of pizza. The pizza was really good, by the way. If you're in Minneapolis, go to Mesa Pizza. I was very impressed. And we sat there. We talked about all the instruments that she played. And again, I was kind of starting to think, oh, yeah, she's like a cool person. You know, she she like does this stuff that I do. And, you know, she's kind of weird, but that's okay. Everyone's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a first date. Again, you're thinking, maybe, maybe this can go well. But then it was getting close to midnight um, and the pizza place was closing at midnight. So the employees let us know 15 minutes uh, until y'all have to be out of here. And I remember her distinctly. I remember her saying, well, that's rude. And and I laughed <laughs> because I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a joke, right? You're making a joke about how like an establishment is rude for telling you they're going to close for closing at the time that they have their time posted for closing. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, we're going to close at the appointed time and we're giving you a warning. Not rude. 
she thought it was. It was not a joke. Huh. She she started eating more slowly and actually like looked offended. And wow. I was like, okay, cool. I I finished up like pretty much at that point, and where there were like ten minutes left before they were closing, and she was just taking her time and still had about like a half a piece of pizza left when the guy that was walking around, like putting chairs up on tables started like sweeping under us. And he was like, (laughs) Hey, we're, we're almost closed now. You you guys are going to have to get out of here. And I, of course, like he was super polite and I was like, Oh yeah, of course. No, we'll get out of your hair. We'll, We'll be gone in a second trying to sort of, you know, like spur her on to be like, okay, maybe you're angry that they're closing, but we need to leave. You can't be rude. (laughs) And I stand up, I put my backpack on and I hope that that'll be like a cue. That'll be a good sign that we should leave these people to close their little world. And I started walking towards the door and I got to the door and she was just going to sit there. She sat there and finished her piece of pizza for, and I think it was at least two minutes that I just stood so you- by the door and looked at her <laughs> eating pizza at a table. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get you to leave because I can't like call you out. If we're on a first date, I can't be like, you're being rude. Come on. Like, or I don't feel like I'm that kind of a person. I don't feel like no, I can that, do that. And, and that's what she was doing is a completely unnecessary protest. Right. To what? <laughs> I, what I don't understand what she was protesting. <laughs> wow and she had the car so and she had the car you couldn't just leave exactly i probably would have you know the other thing is is that you know pizza is a pretty portable food so she could have just carried <laughs> the last half of her piece of pizza outside oh, that's that so would have been true. super easy such a good point <laughs> exactly it's not the point it's about the principle david i have to sit here and i have to eat this <laughs> <What>? pizza <laughs> Uh, so how dare they notify me of the times of closing of their establishment? I know. Like what? So she, she finished it eventually. Uh, I think it was like at least a couple minutes after they were done closing and they were all looking at her and I like, I think I shrugged a couple times at the employees. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And I think they kind of got it, which is good. Like, I think they kind of like got that we were on a first date maybe, or didn't really know each other that well. And they were like, okay, this dude's fine. This person maybe not so fine. Well, I, I was going to say that kind of in a whisper voice, but one of those loud whisper voices, you should have said to the employee sweeping up, I'm on a first date. <laughs> so like she could hear, but also they could hear. It's not going well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, it's almost over. <laughs> so she gets up and just walks out like nothing happened, doesn't say anything about it, and just starts talking to me again. Like after we hadn't talked for like five minutes because I had been standing by the door and she was like, so what do you want to do now? And I, what else do you want to protest? Yeah. What else do you want to go hate for no reason? (laughs) And the, this, the way this ends is I said that I wanted to go home. I was like, ah, I kind of have to get up early tomorrow. And I I think that might've been true, but I also was like, definitely going to lean on it because I wanted this to be over. So I was like, okay, I got, I got to go. I'm probably just like, if you could give me a ride back to my bike, that'd be cool. And she said, oh, it's a super nice night. Let's just walk to my friend's house and say hi real quick. And we started out and I was like, okay, fine. We'll say hi to your friend. That sounds fun. So we started out walking to their house and then it, got to be this homeward bound situation where it was like just another block and then just another (laughs) block. And then it's right over that hill. And I was like, I really need to go. This was nice. Please. I'm going to walk back to my bike. Like, because I knew that the night would be 
far too long if I stuck with it and I had to get out of there. So I walked back to my bike, I biked home and I didn't hear from her, which is probably for the best because I don't know what I would have said. (laughs) Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Yeah. You should have just serenaded her on her phone or on. Can you can you sing via dating app? I you should be able to. If not, you've you really just discovered should. a very important niche. <laughs> <laughs> True. Man. Or you should be. I wonder if you could do that with like emoticons. Oh, oh like yeah, an X like a no sign and sunshine and then and a like, sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. a door mm-hmm. and a woman. <laughs> and crying. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then yeah. like a vegan pizza slice. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically a vegan pizza slice. Or, yeah. or like a really like a really obstinate little girl sitting in a chair, not moving. <laughs> with like a like a pursed look on her face. Yeah. <laughs> I miss girl, you. You, pre- you precocious. I miss, I miss you. I miss this experience we had together. Oh, the memories. <laughs> Man. That's rough. Yeah, and it's, you know, I've heard other horrible date stories, and I nothing actually awful happened. It was just a, a series of misreads and a series of this person being very, very strange and making me very uncomfortable. But, you know, like, no infraction in terms of, like, they didn't attack me, they didn't, tra- you know... <laughs> A, bring sure. me to a field and try to kill me like it was, it was well, nothing you like don't that. you don't know you didn't complete the journey to the friend's house that's true, that's true. Like, it was really weird that she didn't actually know you could have had to try to you know put your member in wax or something so oh, yeah you never know <laughs> well that's what happened in our last story so <laughs> that's what our last bad date story entailed oh. Oh man, that see, and that almost is one of those that like crosses over into like good kind of if you're into it. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, Janelle, actually, David's story a little bit reminds me of the story you told on the show. Yeah, <laughs> Where it was it was this really kind of awkward, kind of unspectacular experience. Yep, <laughs> somewhat improvised. Actually, Janelle's story was compl- the guy was completely improvising as they went and trying yeah. to do it on the cheap. Yeah, yeah. I, the library poetry is what like that's the oh. one that I I wish that she had read library poetry to me. <laughs> wow! But yeah. the other part that I like from Janelle's story was when when they went up on what was supposed to be kind of a good place to park, but it was just curbside in front of someone's house, and he got out like a like a picture album. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh the picture album. <laughs> well, David, I understand you have a second story for us. Yeah, and this one's a lot shorter, but uh, it's it's one of my favorite online dating experiences. And so I feel like I have to share it with people to sort of redeem all of the dates that go like that on online dating, which is common. There's a lot of there's a lot of missed opportunities in online dating, and I think that's unfortunate. And I think a lot of people just sort of get down on it and go, "Ugh, it's a cesspool, and I can't find anybody. Everybody's terrible. I can't, you know, everyone's bad." But there are some pretty cool people I've met two, three, three good friends that I met on online dating, went on a date with and said, oh, no, this isn't like a chemistry thing, but you're really cool. Let's be buds. And still, I'm friends with. And one of those people is named Olivia. And I met her at a sci-fi fantasy convention. That was our meetup. Uh, We started talking on OkCupid. We were hitting it off. We both really liked talking about uh, like 
philosophical concepts and literature and she was funny and i was like cool this person seems awesome let's like let we're both going to the same uh convergence is what it was called in minneapolis st paul so let's plan to meet up there and like you know just talk to each other it it wasn't ever explicitly a date it was more like you seem cool I seem cool. That's what I said. I seem cool. And so, so let's I just know I'm cool. To, yeah. I've, I've checked. I'm cool. And you seem the same. So let's do this and talk to each other and find out if, you know, if we can be something, I, I assume, I don't think we ever explicitly said that. So we met up. It was a little awkward. We're both kind of uncomfortable. We talked and then she kind of, she and her group sort of joined me in my group in our walkings around the hotel where the convention was being held. We went to a few panels together and then she and my best friend Jacob really started to hit it off and started to kind of flirt and like by the end of the night they were dancing in the like the dance floor part and were like into it. You know, they they were very much like gonna at least make out that night and, you know <laughs> we, didn't, we don't know what else is gonna happen but like that was gonna occur we were pretty sure and it, it felt very great because it was like oh cool like I, I brought this person in and then all of a sudden like ta-da and the best part about this story is not just that that happened and that there was a nice connection but now they're married uh-uh. <laughs> they, they actually got married last I hope year they said thank you they did well i was her best man because we became oh, really, really good so friends. Uh, or her maid of honor. I don't know what the... Or I was Jacob's best man. That's what I, I was. Jacob's best man. There you go. And <laughs> Olivia had a different person as her best person. And mm-hmm. so it was It was awesome. I, I'm a big part of their lives. They're two oh, of my I best friends. That. And I met one of them on OkCupid, which is pretty weird. And and how, how long ago did that meeting take place? It's like six years, I think. Okay, Maybe 2012 so or 2013. So, yeah. So they met and then and dated for a few years and then got married. You said, last yeah, year. I think they, I think they dated for a couple of years and then they got married. God, that's a really cool story. Yeah. It's such a success and not for me. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an indirect success for you. Yeah. That's so fun. That's, that can be, that's like so magical. And you are like always a part of their story. There's something really nice and controlling and low stakes about it. <laughs> exactly. I can just be there and be like, hope you guys are doing well, but I don't have to take part in the, you know, any of it. <laughs> just like keep it up. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I like that a lot. You, you, had, you had referenced your second story, but I didn't know what kind of story you're going to tell. But I like that a lot. Yeah. It's just good to remember. It Good is. people exist, and they can get married to people that aren't you. And I like the sci-fi connection and just generally convention love. Like, that's mm. that's beautiful. Conventions are cool for yeah. all sorts of emotions and getting there. The good, that good kind of weird, where you're just, like, letting it out, and, like, you find people who also are, like, so nerdy about that same thing. It's So I get how there'd be a love connection in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think you're right. Conventions are cool because it's a giant mass of people that have collected for the same reason. <laughs> and so, it, you know, it's kind of like going to a great concert, right? You're all kind mm. of vibing on the music together. It's, you know, as many as whatever, it could be a stadium full of people that are all, all kind of converging in the same place. That could, that could be a powerful experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know that everybody around you is into it. Like if you're at mm-hmm. a Tool concert, which, you know, is not my thing, but I don't know why they came into my mind. It's like Tool. <laughs> if you're at a Tool concert. I've been concert, to a Tool concert. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> and when you were at that Tool concert, I bet, you, you know, you can look around and you can say, these people all like Tool. 
(laughs) These people (laughs) came to this Tool concert. So Mm -hmm. I like Tool. That person probably likes Tool. Maybe we could be buds and maybe Mm -hmm. we could smooch. I don't know. But I also now now that we've talked about it, I want to go to a tool convention where tool is headlining as like a guest act. <laughs> I feel like that's something I want to experience now that we've discussed it. Wait, so it's a tool convention, like a convention for hammers and screwdrivers and like like stuff like that, but also tool as a musical guest. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I love can but like, can there out- also be people that are generally agreed upon to be like pretty crappy? <laughs> Just a bunch it's of all three as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a bunch of it's a bunch of handyman jerks that also like Tool. <laughs> it's such a specific Venn diagram, <laughs> right? It's this tiny little slice of life that all collects. <laughs> oh, but they all fall in love. Which Tool are you here for? <laughs> <laughs> which what, which Tool are you? <laughs> oh, that's of course, all three. And you have to go through some sort oh, of quali- qualification. Oh. You have to go through a qualification. That you have to prove your love for Tool. You have to prove how much of a jerk you are. And you have to like recite Tool lyrics in order to, in order to attend. I'm curious about how you prove your love for tools. <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of home improvement, you know, Tim Allen uh, rendition or something. Mm. Yeah, th- that's a good <clears> idea. Okay. David, the point is, is there's a way. There's a way that you can make someone yes. prove their love for tools. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a great transition. David, describe your show for us and give us a bit of a taste of what you guys do on there. Well, uh show's called The Hypotheticast. And as far as tastes are concerned, uh, one, of, one of the most popular things that we do is Would You Rather questions. It's a show about possibilities it's a show about using your imagination and answering questions that aren't real but that could be real and sometimes it's more like an advice show but made up and sometimes it's more like an improv game where we all talk about what would happen if a certain thing occurred and then what the effects of that would be all that sort of stuff but would you rathers are one of the best touchstones for or the touch points for most people most people have done a would you rather question most people know what those are and they're very easy conversation points so we start every show with like three to five of those submitted from our listeners mm. and that's one of the fun parts is like listeners send them in and then we answer them. They're often on theme, but it's, it's that sort of a show. It's mostly a comedy show every now and then we get serious, uh, but it's, it's mostly for the goofs. I understand you might have some would you rathers for us. Oh, I do. I, I scoured the internet and uh, I came up with a few pretty good first date. Would you rathers? And I figured okay. I'd, I'd ask you folks to, uh, to talk through them. So I'm going to, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with a simple one. Would you rather be taken to a dirty fast food restaurant and the date has an amazing personality or be taken to a fancy restaurant, but you and your date have bad conversation? Janelle, I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah, that one's easy for me. I, I am a cheap date. I like I like dirty, so I would definitely go with a <laughs> fast food yes. situation. Oh, yeah. I would I would rather eat cheap food and have a good experience than eat mm-hmm. good food and have a bad experience. Mm, I honestly same. I as long as they were cool, you know, as long as they were like a fun mm-hmm. person, I don't care. Unless the restaurant is so fancy that it's just this amazing experience that has nothing to do with my date and it's just oh, the yeah. best food I've ever eaten. Then maybe. But honestly, I'd rather have a fun time at a nasty place. Like I do that on 
the daily basis in my house. So like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly. see this, this reminds me of the segment on your show where you guys go back and forth and keep adding to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. We, we have a segment called would you blanket, which is like a game where somebody has to say like, would you eat this cheeseburger if it had poop in it? And then someone's be like, no, of course oh. not. And then you're like, but would you eat it if it only had an ounce of human poop in it? And you would get $30 then like, you know, it changes a little bit. Like yeah. you add good, you add bad. It's fun. It's like time. the trolley problem. I like it. Oh gosh. Uh-huh. The trolley problem. Yeah. So, so I, I think you could, what you described, I think if it was a really amazing restaurant that I ordinarily would never get a chance to go to, then maybe I would right. choose that. Yeah. Yeah. So would you rather run into your ex on a first date or be stood up on a first date? Hmm. I like drama. So I would be okay with running into my ex. It it would kind of depend on the ex, but but yeah, right. definitely I would go with that one. I think my answer to the question is if I was having a really good time on the date that I was on, then I would choose to run into my ex. Like, oh look at me, I'm thriving. <laughs> Everything's going really well <laughs> yeah. for me since we aren't together anymore. Ha-ha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is actually something you could say in the conversation. Everything's (laughs) going really well for me since my last relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I got one more if you guys want one more. Yeah, do it. All right. Would you rather have a date, have your date post a photo where they look great and you look awful on Instagram and Facebook or have a great date, but have them not answer your post date text for a week and a half? Neither of them are terrible, but they're both not great. All right, Janelle, you go first again. I am very comfortable with my unphotogenic self. Mm. It's actually interesting because off, whatever, off, not off camera, but before we started recording, we kind of were talking about our love of having our photo taken, all of us. So I guess I'm like, I'm not really sure there's going to be the scenario in which I'm like, wow, I look amazing in that photo post away. So <laughs> meh, might as well rip off that bandaid and just yeah. post away. <laughs> post away. Can we assume that when they finally text back that it's a positive text? Hmm. Yeah, let's say so. Okay. I think <sighs> if that's the case, I'm with Janelle. I, I don't know that I... I mean, my my mind is kind of running wild on what me looking really bad in an Instagram photo would be. (laughs) (laughs) What what are we really talking about here? You're like mid-bite at the restaurant, and she looked amazing. Like, across the table, they just look so good, and then you're like eating some spaghetti, and it's like running down your face, and you're looking up like, what? (laughs) Or people are commenting and are like, is that your grandpa? (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I think I think I'm at this stage and age in my life where I think I'm kind of with you, Janelle. I can probably shrug off a bad picture of myself, or I can I can turn it into something comedic. I can laugh at myself. Yeah. So that wouldn't be terrible. That's not a bad route to go, especially you know if if in the end the date went well and maybe it turned into mm-hmm. a relationship of some kind. So that that's not mm-hmm. so bad. Right. But then, you know, but then again, if I can avoid that and I can just be patient and I get a really good text and, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. th- th- this is, I think this is a hard one to answer because both could kind of be pretty okay outcomes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, yeah. I think I'm going to go with, with, I'll just, I'll wait a week and a half for the text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it just took them a long time. They were just crafting the perfect message. 
and it was like <laughs> three paragraphs. It had an intro, it had a thesis, it had a conclusion paragraph. Like everything oh, just went now, super great. See, now we're playing. Would you blanket? Now I'm like, oh, they're a long texture, and I don't know. I don't know if I want to date a long texture. <laughs> oh no, they write long texts. Ah. <laughs> If you're going to wait a week and a half, then maybe it should be a little bit longer. Mm, are there gifts? You right. Know, yeah. Well integrated Spotify links. Like, you know, <laughs> it's got to be a journey. <laughs> a series of YouTube videos that explains why it took so long. <laughs> yes. Takes you on a little video scavenger hunt. That does sound pretty Oh my cool. gosh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> as long as it ends with Ain't No Sunshine. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> really sorry about it being 10 days since you last heard from me. Here's these 12 videos that'll explain why. <laughs> when you get to the end, it'll make perfect sense. Oh, I actually, that, that made me think of actually a good story that, that we should talk again, Toph, and, and I'll, I'll share this one that has to do with uh, media production in dating. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Okay. That's a good tease. All right, well, David, why don't why don't you tell us where people can find you or your show or anything else you'd like to promote before we go? If you like Twitter, we are at Hypotheticast. If you like Facebook, we're also at Hypotheticast. If you like Instagram, we're Hypotheticast underscore IG. And I feel like emailing people, I guess, our email is hypotheticast at gmail.com. So, I mean, if you do have questions that are related to dating or that are related to anything that you want to ask us, just email them to us or send us to them, you know, send them to us on Twitter. Cause that's the backbone of our show is just meeting new people on the internet and asking them to ask us weird questions. It's the, <laughs> it's the best and we love it. And Janelle, first of all, thank you so much. You're my hero. You came in at the last minute and joined us on tonight's show. We really do appreciate it. Tell everybody about your show and where they can find you. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm on Three Sipping, or I'm Sipping Sisters podcast. Wow. And our Twitter is at Three Sipping Sisters. There are three of us, and we basically um, sip drinks and talk shit about TV is the best uh, little synopsis I can give you. We like all sorts of TV. We're very different as sisters. And so we've got one who's a romantic. That's not me. Um, <laughs> I'm more of a, a critic um, and a shipper. And then we've got a kind of politically leaning, um, really cool sister, Rachel, who also told a great bad date story. And she really she, did. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, God, it's a great story. Yeah. And so you can find us on Twitter. That's where we're most active. I'm on Twitter at schools outlaw. If you want to, um, chat on there we love that and then you can also email us and we'd love to hear about your thoughts about how your screen has impacted you and what you think about tv and sipping and all that good stuff sipping sisters pod at gmail.com well I'm, I'm a big fan of both of your shows you know jill and her sisters are very very funny it, i think it's funny to hear i i think siblings on a podcast are, are entertaining almost all the time mm. and so so yeah you guys have a great show once again, thanks to both of you, David. Uh, I think we've been trying to connect for a while, and we finally did. And uh, and so thank you so much. Thanks for coming on and being a guest on the show and telling a bad date story. <laughs> yeah, this is super fun. You are both wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, well, I'm going to close with some credits. Please come join us on Facebook. You can search for us at The Gravity Beard Interns. That's our show Facebook group. You can also call the Gravity Beard hotline. The number is 321-465-2180. If you'd like to call the hotline and tell a brief bad date story, do that. Mm. There's also three ways you can support the show. First, you can sign up as a Patreon supporter at patreon.com forward slash gravity beard. You can also make a one-time donation to the show. 
Our PayPal link is paypal.me forward slash gravitybeard or search our email contactthebeard at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Venmo by searching Gravity Beard, all one word. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. It's a podcast from the collective minds of the network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or other podcatchers. You can find the show on Twitter at The Gravity Beard. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. You've been listening to Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Thanks, guys. Ba-bam. Yes, I am currently eating a Thin Mint. I'm going to love this is not true. I'm just going to spoil it right now. I am not going <laughs> to love this. <laughs> well, I don't understand what she was protesting. I'm on a first date. <laughs> it's not going well. <laughs> so what do you want to do now? What else do you want to protest? Yeah, what else do you want to go hate for no reason? You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network. Artist owned and loved.